Actions speak louder than words. I know that's kind of a cliche phrase that's used way too often, especially in preaching, but it's absolutely true. We know that God uses actions because he wants to speak to us. He uses events, things that happen, because he wants to get the message across to us. God knows that actions do have a deeper meaning than just the actions themselves and what's actually happening there. You know, I was thinking about examples from the media that could exemplify this. And I think the obvious example that comes to mind is what happened at the Oscars. You know, an action which is completely unforgettable and which teaches you a serious lesson. You know, if I were to insult somebody's wife here right now and he got up and came up here and slapped me in the face in the middle of my homily, you would probably never forget it, right? Actions speak really loud sometimes. Some kinds of actions can make you never forget, and actions can also teach you a great lesson, like they probably taught Will Smith a great lesson, you know? Um, So sometimes actions have a really powerful message and a meaning that goes far beyond the moment in which they happen. And that's kind of what we have happening in the readings today. Um, You know, I think that I don't think Will Smith is a really great example. It was a really unforgettable action, right? But he did say something really interesting in his, in his speech afterwards. You know, he talked about how he felt like God was calling him in this moment in his life to protect other people, right? And then he said something that I think is, is really significant. Sometimes love makes you do crazy things. Sometimes love makes you do crazy things. So unforgettable actions. In the readings today, we have... Three, three actions that are really put there by God to teach us a lesson, to teach us something, that have a deeper meaning. The first action, which we read in the first reading, is the slaughter of the lamb. God commanded that the people, in order to be freed from Egypt, in order to be freed from their slavery, would kill a lamb, take its blood, so that means they had to collect the blood of the lamb they had killed, probably in some kind of bowl or something, right? And then take the blood on some kind of, you know, uh, brush or something, and wipe the blood on the doorposts, like on the sides of the door, and on the lintel of the doors of their houses. What an unforgettable action. Like, I think the kids watching their parents do that would be, like, almost traumatized, you know? Because it's such an amazing action, right? And not only that, but it it was told to them that they had to continue every year from then on killing a lamb in sacrifice as a memory of that night that they were set free from slavery. So the action of killing the lamb and the action of putting that blood on the doorpost is a sign of something deeper, right? But we know that there's an even deeper sign to that sign, right? What does the lamb signify for us Christians? Who is the real lamb? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Lamb whose blood saved us, bought us from slavery to sin, from the devil. St. John Chrysostom has this reading where he, this text where he says that the new blood of the Lamb is put on the doorposts of the new temple, which are you and me. 
The doorposts of the temple are your lips. When you drink the blood of Christ, you are putting the blood of the new lamb on the doorposts. Isn't that amazing? So Christ fulfills that action. The second symbolic and meaningful action is Jesus' washing of his disciples' feet. Now I want you to imagine that you're one of the disciples and you're in that moment in the Last Supper, right? Jesus does something which is probably kind of comparable to getting up and slapping someone in the middle of the Oscars, right? He gets up, he's the teacher and the master, and he gets up and he takes off his garments and he, and he puts a, a towel around his waist and he starts washing the feet of his disciples, something that only a slave would do. I think that if that had happened nowadays, all the disciples would have gotten out their phones and would be like filming it and be like, hey everybody, and tweeting and posting and sharing it with everyone. Look what just happened. Oh my gosh, Jesus is, is washing our feet. It's a completely shocking action. So what's the meaning? What's the meaning behind that action? Jesus tells us uh, the first meaning, which is that he wants us to learn from him how to serve. Jesus wants to teach us, but he wants to teach us not just how to serve, but how to love. The action of washing his disciples' feet is a symbolic action, not just to show them that they should wash each other's feet, but it ties into what he's about to do the next day. He's saying, look, guys, I've been trying to teach you for a long time how you should love others, and that love means sacrificing yourselves, but you just don't get it. You guys, it takes you forever to understand this. So I'm going to show you. And I'm not just going to show you by washing your feet. I'm going to show you exactly how to love each other. So I want you to watch me. Watch me. Everything that I do in the next 24 hours. And I will show you how to love. Jesus is going to show us how to love in the next 24 hours. He's going to show us by letting himself be taken prisoner, by his judgment, by staying silent in his trial, by letting himself be beaten, having his beard pulled out, by the nails, by the spear in his side, by the crown of thorns. He's showing us how to love others. That's the act of service of Christ that he symbolizes in the washing of the feet. The third action is one that hasn't happened yet in this liturgy, but will happen, which is the moment of the Eucharist, the moment in which Jesus takes the bread and he says, take this and eat it. This is my body. Probably something which was also a little bit shocking, but less noticeable and maybe didn't like make them, you know, stand up and say, wow, what just happened, right? But a symbolic action that means so much more than what was just happening in that moment. In that moment, Jesus took a piece of bread and turned it into his body. You know, uh, Will Smith said, love can make you do crazy things sometimes, right? And that's, you know, easy for someone to say who's just a movie star, right? And did something stupid. Um, But for Jesus to say that, love can make you do crazy things means so much more. Jesus loved us so much that he was willing to to stay in a piece of bread so that we could be with him, so that he could be close to us for all eternity, for, for the rest of time, right? Even today, he's here with us in that piece of bread. 
Love made Jesus turn a piece of bread into his own body, blood, soul, and divinity for us. He really wants to show us how to love. So, for those of you who are parishioners here, you probably noticed there's a big group of young people here uh, today. And these guys are going to be serving on missions in the next couple of days. They're going to serve the homeless a little bit, um, help around the parish, lots of different projects. Um, I want to say to you missionaries, this weekend, let love make you do something crazy. Let love make you do something which is going to be unforgettable. You know, when you're walking down the street in the next couple of days, the person beside you, the stranger who's walking down the street, is not expecting to see somebody do something that like, is like out of the life of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. They're not expecting to see a young person wearing one of those sweaters or one of those t-shirts bend down and embrace uh, a homeless person. They're not expecting to see someone give them a box of lasagna and talk to them and ask them their name and ask them if they can pray with them, right? You guys are going to have the opportunity to do actions that show people how to love, that show people how Christ loves. And you're going to have the opportunity to sacrifice yourselves, right? Jesus is teaching us how to love on the cross tomorrow. So if we don't love to the point of sacrificing ourselves, then we haven't gotten the point yet. Then we're not really followers of Jesus yet. You know, I've been on missions where people get so into it and they're serving so hard that they forget to eat. Those are the ones who understood Jesus' message. I've been on missions where everyone wants to be the last person to eat or to serve themselves because they want everyone else to go first. Those are the ones who have understood Jesus' message. I've been on missions where people uh, go out and they spend their whole day just trying to show the love of Christ to others until they're exhausted. Those are the ones who have understood Jesus' message. Today and tomorrow, let Jesus teach you how to love and learn to give your life for others. Because if you don't, you still haven't learned how to love.